way to start the podcast, right? Tucked in based on the topics we have to discuss. I need you to get married. Now? Like sometime in the near future. That's the goal. I want like near, like sometime in 2020. I, I want you to get proposed to in 2020 <laughs> so I can get dressed and come to your wedding. Hopefully I'm invited. If I get proposed in 2020, then I wouldn't be getting married in 2020. Unless Who, I'm having just the just uh, justice of the peace. What if, what if what if whoever you're marrying has the money and they're like, let's do this next week? You know what? Be calling that into my life. You never know. But I just need, my point is I need to get dressed and wear a suit. You don't have any weddings to attend this year? You do. You always have weddings I to attend. I went to it already. I, I had one. And I went to it, it was a couple weeks ago. It was in January? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I would love to get proposed to this year, but... I would have to... Fellas, fellas, fellas. Somebody, please. Somebody, put a ring on it. Somebody with that's ready to get married in a couple of weeks. Please. Put a ring on it. Please propose Dang, to when Jenny. you said that, I wanted to think of something. Like, something else came on my brain, but you kept talking, so I couldn't think of it. You know, the whole point of us being here is to talk. I know, but I can't think. Dang, what was it? Oh, I was going to ask a question. So, how long do you think a healthy engagement should last? Um... Uh, damn. Well, depends on how long you dated first before you're engaged. So you yeah. think that if you've dated for a long period of time, then you can have a short engagement? Well, not short, short, but like... Well, a standard like, engagement, no matter how long you've dated, I think, a healthy engagement. I think I, what I'm saying is like if you dated long enough where you feel like you know each other mm-hmm. and, then, and then you get engaged, I think that engagement time should be however long it takes you to prepare for the wedding. What do you think? So what do you think the purpose of engagement is? To get ready for the wedding. For the wedding or the marriage? For the marriage. For the wedding. 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 Because the engagement is is a preparation to be married. So is it for the wedding or the marriage? It's for the wedding. Or both? Wedding, but most, for both, but mostly the uh, wedding. That's kind of sad. It's you're engaged to be married, so. Yeah, so I think that I would assume that um, the engagement period is like a time where you make a deeper commitment. So you know that there are like nuances in your relationship that you really have to become um, like used to and really understand can I be with this person for the rest of my life. I think that's something that you should really start considering once you start to think about how serious you want to take that relationship. So even before engagement? Absolutely. I, you know what? That's not the first time I'm hearing that. I don't know. Like, I've heard from men before that they don't even make it official with somebody that they don't have intense feelings for right. already. Like, it's not like we're just going to be in this relationship to say we're in a relationship. That there are people that do that, and I don't necessarily agree with it. But, but I do think that more men lean towards the I gotta really like her, I gotta really know a lot of things before I even like call her make my it girl, official, right? Yeah, I mean, whereas I feel like women are more oh, I have dirt in my nails. Oh no, she had dirt in her nails, and I'm not gonna get a napkin, but um, I feel like women are more like, yeah. We can we can just chill out. I mean, we can do this regardless. 
So, like, I think we spoke about this on previous episodes, but, you know, like, a title, is, that, is it really that important? Can I, you Can you, like, make commitments and, like, title title commitments without having a title? Can they, can they I don't like, think so. I think that there are instances where I can understand why people don't find a title necessary, but I can only speak from personal. I think that titles are important because they provide me with a different type of security, like so that there is no vagueness. But someone can't say, well, I'm single, so I could do that. Right. And I just feel like be be sure about what you want. Like, that's it. Like, it can't just be like, we know what it is. What's understood doesn't have to be explained. So you don't believe in that at all? I do. To an extent. I to do. an extent. I don't think that because the alternative argument can be that everything that has a title is is not even worthy of a title. Like, things that have a title are not worthy. So I get that argument. But I think it's very important to set up when it comes to relationships with men and female. If you want to be with that person, there should be a title. This is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. I think that that's very important. At at whatever time you see fit, I think it's important to make that uh, make that very clear. Now, if if I were in a situation like that, and I want to explain who I'm talking about, so I don't make things complicated for whoever I'm talking to, not not like the the person I'm talking to as like in a relationship, but like the person I'm having a conversation with. If I want to talk about like, if I want to talk about her, I'm going to say my girl. Mm-hmm. But me and my girl probably would never have the conversation of her being my girl. But we just have the understanding that... The only time I think that works to me personally is couples that are on and off. Mm. So like I, my ex-boyfriend when I was younger... Um, we would break up and get together on like a lot. And when we got back together, there was never really a conversation. It would just become, uh, you know, that's my girl. And like, that's my man again. But we didn't have that conversation like explicitly. Like, are we getting back together? It, we would just start spending time again and getting right back into the, um, you know, the routine. My memory is so bad. I don't remember if we spoke about this. I don't know share. if we've ever really had a title conversation, like about titles. I don't think we've ever have. But before we go any further, welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. It's your host, Jernique, and I'm here with Mr. Boney. Um, it's me. Happy Monday. Um, happy President's Day. Happy week of my birthday. It's finally here, people. Like, I know I've been talking about it a lot, but it's finally here. And you can catch me outside every day of the week because that's just what we're doing. Um, so, yeah. Happy. Are you excited that it's my birthday week? Tres uno. I'm super excited. I'm getting old, yo. I told my dad this weekend, I was like, you're going to have a 31-year-old. And he was like, I already have a 31-year-old because my older sister is 39. So, he oh. wasn't impressed. Damn. He w- Well, my older sister's 38, actually. But he wasn't impressed at all. He was just like, I've been there, done that. <laughs> so, that tells you how my birthday's going with my family. They Damn. don't really care much. Damn, Mr. Nguni. 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 Try hey. it. Nguni. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, I, we never had this title conversation. 
No, but you know, now with this day and age, what I wanted to ask was, what is the formal way of doing things? Do we, like, let's say if if you're in a, if you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. and then they just like started calling you their girl, does that mean you're like the girl, or do you have to be asked? I think that's one way. I think some guys don't explicitly ask, but if he starts referring to you as his girlfriend everywhere, okay. Some people go about it like that way. Some people have a formal conversation where they say. I would like you to be my girl. I want to be in a relationship with you. Are you down? And then um, I feel like those are the only two ways. Some people some people do it as a reference. And once that reference begins, it's like, ah. But I need it explicitly. I need it to be asked of me. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember I remember years ago, I was dating this girl. And uh, I couldn't have sex with her. What? We couldn't have sex. Okay. Because we weren't together. According to her, she didn't want to go. She didn't want to sleep we, with we you. Could, we could not do it because we were not That's, in a relationship. A lot of people are like that. Understandable. So she goes, she goes, uh, we can't do this. And I'm like, why not? She's like, because we're not together. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, we are. And she's like, no. And I'm like, damn, all right. Were you? Was she expecting <laughs> you to ask her? I guess, but but I didn't, you didn't ask. I her. didn't know how to like do like. What do I say like? And then at the at the same time, I didn't want to be like. I don't Did you want to like, be with her? Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't want to be like, all right, so after I said we are, I want to be like, all right, you want to be my girlfriend? And <laughs> she's going to be like, you're just saying that because you want to have sex. Right. So I was just like, damn, all right. So do I wait a couple of days to say it? And she's going to be like, you're just saying that because you want to have sex. And I was like, oh, damn. So I never did it. And y'all never got together? We never became boyfriend-girlfriend. And then... Did y'all ever smash? No. Oh. And then when... um. When she decided she was done with me, a couple of days later, she was in a relationship. Wow. And so was, she was, didn't no. have all her eggs in one basket. That was my first heartbreak. Really? Whew. Oh, man. Well, man. maybe you should have just asked her. I should have, right? But then she would have thought, oh, I just, I just wanted to have sex. You wouldn't have known that if you didn't ask. You should have asked. But what if, what if I did and she got mad and like... What if you did and she didn't? You know, life is full of what ifs. Sure is. So... How long did it take you to get over that heartbreak? It took me it took me a little bit. Really? So you were just upset that she was in a relationship like so soon? Yeah. It was the confirmation that she was playing with you. Yeah. Dang. You know what? Girls is out here and moving. This was this was years ago though. I, I don't That's I, before girls started moving, so Yeah. We've been moving. Since since uh since uh you guys started like working and stuff back in like the 1800s. Shut up. <laughs> I think that um, I think that that this conversation is important because I feel like, like especially now more than before, like I felt like it was so normal to talk to a girl for a few, like not a few, but for a period of time, and then know that there's this you know decision that has to be made. Do I want to be her boyfriend? Do I want her to be my girlfriend? And I feel like nowadays because. Um, the lines are so convoluted and I don't know what's going, what's in, something's in the water. I don't know what's in the water, but that doesn't really happen as much. Mm -hmm. A lot of people end up spending a lot of time with each other, being really cool with each other. And they, they end up building these bonds without the title. And then once they get to the point where they kind of realize that, yo, what the hell are we doing? That's when all hell breaks loose because... Either somebody doesn't want to have a title or, 
you know, the girl doesn't want to be taken for granted. And I don't know. It's just crazy. But I feel like situationships occur much more now than actual relationships. Did you ever have a boyfriend in like middle school? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Is that is that still considered your ex or? No, <laughs> I don't consider anybody from middle school my ex. I and I've only had two boyfriends in my whole life. Mm. So you seen those memes where it said like, if uh, if we dated more than three years ago, if we dated before I was twenty five, you don't count or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't really agree with that. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, I um. I don't know. I was I was asking that because um, I was gonna say like, do you think it was easier to go steady with somebody back when you're younger, or now it's like yeah, that's why I said what I just said because okay. I I never, I never ever until like I guess you could say in recent years ever dealt with somebody and like after like them talking to me for like a month two months they didn't say. Yo, I want to make you my girl. Even, like, with guys I've talked to, like, in my adulthood, like, it'll be, like, a guy I'm not feeling, like, per se. But, like, after a couple weeks of talking to me, he'll probably be like, yo, like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really see a future for us. <laughs> um, But stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's spooky out here. Um, But everybody, I, I said this before. And I wholeheartedly agree. I think that, like, men are... I, first of all, I think the game is all messed up. I think that it's not difficult or hard to find twat anywhere you want to. Twat? So, and I know, relations, I know relationships, of course, aren't solely based on that. But it's not difficult to find it. It's not difficult to smash anybody you want to, homegirl, this person. So I just feel like there's less of a... I don't know it makes it sound like i'm saying relationships are all about sex but that's not what i mean um i just feel like getting female attention and being in the same vicinity with females and doing your thing is not as difficult as it once was i feel like before it took a lot of effort and now it doesn't it's nothing for you to call a chick that you've been like talking to and tell her to come through and she's gonna come through girls didn't do that before it was communication like, is so much easier now you know? yeah and you like you it it doesn't like you could spend all day DMing a whole bunch of girls and mm. feel fulfilled, completely fulfilled because you're in constant communication. So it's like, yo, I don't know. But that's my TED talk on titles and I think they're necessary, especially because um I'm just repeating myself, but I feel like I hope there are women out there that are like me, but I feel like there's only so far mentally physically emotionally that i'm going to go with somebody that i don't have a, secu a security blanket with mm -hmm. i don't feel like everybody should get the same treatment like even a guy i'm just talking to regardless of if we are physical or not there's just some things that i just can't get with like you're not gonna get everything in my brain that you could possibly get you're not gonna get all the emotional loop all the emotional support you would possibly get from me if you can't make me feel secure in what we're doing. We live in a world where nowadays just like because because there is a title, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have that security. True, that's true too. So it's But I would rather have it than to not have it. The title? Mm -hmm. So like you can't just like 
What if you're just you? Well, you're, not really. What if you're involved with somebody and then you just you're pretty sure that like you know you're the one that they're devoted to. Like if you call them, you don't have to worry about them not picking up. Right. You don't have to worry about all the uh, shenanigans and all that stuff. Doesn't that make you feel secure? But you just don't sometimes. Have to- but it's just it's never that clear cut and dry. And even if somebody is available to you whenever they can be, it's never that clear cut and dry. There's a reason why they are not taking that other leap to be with you, and that's what I think you need to be worried about. I've I've been I've been in a situation where I feel like in the past everything was rushed. You know, that's like, also true. When you rush things, things don't go well. So you look I at do it. Have an appreciation for that. I think people should learn how to be friends and. Get to know one another. Take the time. But so. don't take forever. No, no. But at the same time, it's like, all right, there's, if there is, if there is a mutual feeling, you, if you feel like it's mutual or whatever, then I don't know. Like, you don't necessarily have to, you know, necessarily have to, you know. That mutual feeling is where stuff gets convoluted. That's where stuff gets tricky. For real. Like, that mutual ground is, I mean, unless you guys have had a conversation and you've stated out your stipulations or your rules or whatever, but I don't know, like it gets funky. I don't think I don't think as grown adults we should be doing that because that's where like a lot of nonsense comes through. But it happens. It happens, and it's gonna keep happening. Let's just be serious. That's just the way of the world nowadays. Everybody's weird. So what do you think? Um, Dwayne Wade's son should do as far as relationships. I don't. I honestly, that was the worst uh, transition ever. But I honestly, I honestly don't know. I I want to like I want to be careful with my comments about his son. I don't. I think it's beautiful what they're doing, accepting their son who wants to be a female or whatever the case may be, but. What, so what age, the question I think we can answer is what age do you think children should be able to choose their sexuality? All right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make myself clear with this because I'm very confused. Basically, what I want to say is when I was 12 and 13, especially when I was 13, I thought I was grown. Because I was, I, was, um, I was in ninth grade at 13, about to be about to be 14 or I just turned 14. Yes, you were in ninth grade because you were born in September. Yes, you're right. correct. So I remember a lot of my peers were getting involved sexually with young girls. Mm-hmm. And I remember I thought I was late because everybody else was doing it. Right, same here. Like my 13-year-old my friend, he had sex without a condom for his first time. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then other people was like, yo, I'm getting hit. So now I thought I was growing. Now I'm 33 and I'm looking at somebody that's 20 years younger than me. And I'm like, yo, you're a child. Right. So if somebody at 13 were to tell me that they want to be a woman and vice versa, I'd be like, bro, what do you know? You're a child. So I don't know how I feel about it. I feel, I think like Dwayne Wade, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm saying like, I, you know, he came out on the press. And right. he's talking about how they're okay with it. But I, I'm sure 
It was hard. He had to sit down and think about it. Right. And it was, I don't think he accepted it right away. I think that Gabrielle has said that it's not been easy, but they're choosing to just support him. And I think that was her way of kind of like bringing through the notion that it wasn't just like all rainbow skies in their household um, when it first started. But you know what? You just brought up a good point. So I'm going to play devil's advocate because initially speaking, like I don't think a child should be able to choose their sexuality that young. I feel like, what do you know? Do you think they need a permission slip? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about a permission slip, but what you brought up just made me think. It's like straight people are allowed to be grown at any age. Once parents or anybody finds out that, you know, you'll, you'll get in trouble if you, you know, your parents knew you were sleeping and messing around. But that's a common theme amongst young kids. Right. And nobody really complains. You tell somebody even in your adulthood that you lost your virginity when you were 13, 14. They're like, oh, like, it's not like, I mean, depending on the crowd you're with. They People are like, damn. Yeah. But, you know, it's a little accepted. It's Now right. it's a little accepted. So it's like if we can choose, if kids can choose to have sex at that age, why can't, is it only because they're straight? Like, why can't they choose to be not even who who's to say he's being sexual with anybody why can't they still have the same decision to say i feel like a woman because it is a thing of him feeling like his gender is wrong right but i feel like this whole gender thing plays a big part in the act of sex because like dude like you're you want to be a woman but like at the same time, so like, so is gay sex wrong at twelve and thirteen? I, I think it's but, bad. But heterosexual sex is perfectly fine. Cause, like, dude, think about it. Think about it. It's, it's, it's gonna sound stupid. I'm sorry, you're, you're setting me up for failure here. But you know, I'm gonna stand by what I say. Like, if you're if you're young, you're twelve. This is when you're just starting to evolve as an adult. This is when puberty hits. Mm-hmm. How do you know if you really like women? Like. Maybe like your first time. Maybe you, you never experienced women. Maybe you just had some bad cooch, and you just need. Does to... he like women and just wants to be a girl, or he likes boys and wants to be a girl? I don't know. I'm just generally. Because that speaking. happens sometimes too. I just want him to like wait a little bit to see if he wants to be a man. Maybe he just feels like a girl now because maybe he just like girl things, but I think he should wait a little bit to see if he really wants to be like. He has an older brother that plays basketball. Right. And. I don't I don't like the fact that they are making this such a pressy thing mm-hmm. because I feel like there's this underlying uh desire to be liked by the public because of their position that they're taking. Mm-hmm. Like right now it's popping to be for the LGBT right um people and I'm not I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but I just feel like it's like the black wave. It's the same as Joaquin Phoenix going where was he at the Oscars saying that, you know, black people are not represent. It's the cool thing to say now. Yeah. Not to say that I'm not saying that anybody is insincere, but it's easier to say it now than it was five years ago mm-hmm. or 10 years ago. So I give you credit and I thank you and shout out to them for being supportive, but it's cool to do it now. Um, so, um, so it's all a PR thing. I don't know. To a certain extent. And I feel like what goes on in your home is what goes on in your home. You don't really owe anybody any type of explanation maybe they feel like other families might be 
going through this and because they're they have the spotlight they should speak on it i don't know i am unsure you know the one thing if anyone were to, to answer your question at what age i think i answered it already should someone be able to decide but i think he should give himself some time okay me but, too i don't think he's old enough i don't think he's old enough either but yeah. what i wanted to say was my issue with this whole thing this whole transgender thing no matter what age it is i feel like i was brought up knowing that god is perfect mm-hmm. right so he doesn't make mistakes so if you're brought into this world as a man or a woman it's like are you questioning god and that's my problem with it i may not seem like the religious type but i am <laughs> to an extent and it's like are you questioning God? Like, are you saying like, God, you made a mistake here. I was supposed to be a woman. So that's, that's my biggest thing with it. The I only don't... argument to that, I feel like is like, there are people who are going to say, you came into this world with nappy hair. Mm-hmm. Why do you have weave like me all the way down your back? Um, that's always the other side's argument. Like we change so many other things about us. Like, is that questioning God? There are, there are things that you can question with that. Because I'm just playing devil's advocate. I agree with James. Completely, but you know what? Just so we're clear. There are people with our skin color who have silky soft hair. True. So I can see why one would want to think that. You know what I mean? Like why they think that they can go ahead and get straight hair weave or like permanent hair and all that stuff. Right. And it's also easier maintenance if you want to be serious. Yeah, why not? So... There are things that you just like that you can like, but you're right though. There's some things that you shouldn't really do if you want to like alter the way God created you. But at the same time, God created people that look a certain way, and it's like not typically the same thing. But they were born naturally like that, like I just mentioned. So my question to you is: What age do you think a child should be able to choose their sexuality? Do you want an exact number? Yep. I if you can think of one. I would say 21 when they're legal to drink. Mm. Well, you know, I'm going to say 24 because you know what? I think a good three years after they're legal to drink, right? They're able to do it and then they experience life and they're like, you know what? I, I don't think I should be drinking this Hennessy. I think I should be drinking a little martini. So let me tell you a story. <laughs> I have a cousin who is gay and Lord, I don't know which part of my family listens to this podcast, um, but I'll just be transparent. I have a cousin who is gay. And I subscribe to the theory that nobody is born gay. Dang. Don't kill me, LGBTQ. I agree. <laughs> Community. With you. That's just my opinion. I think that it's a choice. However, I'm supportive of the gay community. I don't have no issues with them. Live your life. Do whatever you want to do. Um, and that's real from the heart. Like I honestly I'm I we're off we're all who we are. Lawsuit. <laughs> We're all who we are. And I'm not, I don't think anybody, at the end of the day, I don't think that I'm never going to treat somebody differently because of their preferences. As long as those preferences are not um, ill-willed or cause harm to other people. So that's that. But I had a cousin who was who's gay. And he's, my cousin is probably like 20, maybe five right now, 24. Mm-hmm. But growing up, he always got made fun of. And he he always had a switch in his walk. He always had a, 
a feminine thing about him. He didn't want to play football. He didn't want to play soccer. He wanted to dance all day. He wanted to sing. He wanted to do things like that. And, like, when you look back at it, those are things that, like, we saw. Like, and I saw. I would be lying to you if I said I didn't see them. And my friends, my older friends who would come and hang with us, they saw it, too. They would be like, oh, my gosh, he is flamboyant and all of this. And I, I didn't want to believe it then. But now looking back, it's like it was all there. And he ended up being who he was. But the thing I will say is that I don't know. I've always struggled with that because I also feel like, dang, I don't even want to talk about this. Because I feel like I don't I don't want to sound ignorant. And I, I don't know who my audience is. And mm-hmm. I, I hate to like, I hope nothing I say comes out hateful. Because I know people who subscribe to a a gay or lesbian lifestyle, they're very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like I've always felt like the world tells you that if you like things that are not masculine, that you're gay. And I I think that's unhealthy. That's why we had the conversation about the nails Mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago. I think that there are feminine men out here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you could be a feminine man and still like a woman. Like, you don't have to be gay if you don't want to. I don't want that to be the narrative. Like, you know, because I didn't like the things the boys liked. You're just a different kind of male. The same way how is girls who like basketball and and like building shit and being carpenters and stuff like that. Like, imagine if we told all those females, oh, you're a dyke. Like, and I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I look, I, I know you don't want to offend anybody and I don't either, but. I agree with you when you say uh, people aren't born gay. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get sued. But listen, we're gonna get canceled. At, at the end of the day, I said it's what I think. Like I just oh don't think gosh. it happens. Like I don't think people are born oh my like gosh. that. I'm having an anxiety attack right now. You gonna collapse? Because if you do, I'm gonna just run and call nine one one. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so scared. But you know, I also don't feel like we should be scared to say our opinions. It's it's an opinion. Like, listen, I have nothing against gay people. I have nothing against it. Do you have gay friends? I have. I don't know if he's my friend. Cause like when I say that, I'm not saying it's because he's gay. I'm saying he's, I don't know if he's my friend. Like he's someone it's- I know. Like. <laughs> Like, we're cool. Like, oh if I were to see him, I'd be like, what's up, bro? Are yeah. you pulling the... I have black friends. Go yeah, on. yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so, uh. but, yeah. Like, but the thing is, like, there's a difference between, like, you know, people I actually call my friends. Right, right. You know, and... Then, I don't like, have any gay friends, no. like, that I could think of. And I don't know why, because I don't have anything against gay people. Yeah. Like, or anything. I, I have a gay uncle. He's cool. Okay. Know? So, like, I have nothing against gay people. Like, everybody... We all have someone gay in our lives. We can't. <laughs> I was trying to explain. Nah, bro. Because like, it's, it's, it's just like, oh I don't want anybody gosh. thinking that I have anything against them. But I will say this. And, you know, listen, if you want to send a lawsuit, send it to Janique's address. <laughs> I will say this, though. The thing I do not like about. Oh the, the thing gosh. that The thing that worries oh me. Gosh. The thing that worries me is because, like. <laughs> just don't say it. I'm gonna you say know, it. I'm going to speak my heart. No, I need to speak my heart. I need. I need my heart we're to speak. We're going to switch topics. The one thing I don't like is when, like, the the fact is, like, so many people are uncomfortable with gay acts, right? And I just don't think that what the gay people that like that are uh, what's the word uh, flamboyant, mm-hmm. 
those are the ones that are just annoying. Like, listen. <laughs> All right, James, let's. <laughs> Can I tell a story real no, quick? No, no. Tell a story real quick. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. People have to be who they want to be. I get it. If you want to like another man, it's fine. But I'm just saying, like, when you're like the one. I'm also sorry to cut you off. Keep your thought in your head. I also don't think that it's like a an it's a good narrative that people who don't understand or necessarily subscribe to the gay lifestyle should be muted. I feel like that, listen to how scared I am about talking about this. And I just don't think that that's fair. Like I love everybody period, but I do, I'm allowed to have an opinion. And if it doesn't the same way, there are some Democrats and some Republicans in this world. There's some people who don't completely understand the gay thing or necessarily agree with it. But I don't got a problem with y'all. Like, we cool. Like, oh my gosh, I sound ignorant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to say what I was going to say. Okay. Janique. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really feel bad, it, yo. Listen, if, if, if they are allowed to express themselves, then why can't we? I know, but I don't want nobody to think I hate them no, or I have we, a we've problem. No, we made it clear. We made it clear that we do not hate gay people. We, okay. I love you guys. Uh-huh. Y'all give the best compliments. When I was in high school, right, there was this kid. There was this dude. He was like a class clown, right? Mm-hmm. And there was another dude. He was gay, right? So the class clown, he went and got this buzzer thing. Like you press the button and it made a fart noise. Mm-hmm. So he had it in his book bag. And he was walking around pressing it, was like <laughs> making fart noises, right? So this gay guy, he was very, he was like six four, probably three hundred pounds, and he was just walking wow. around. Yeah, he was a big dude. Way to defy the narrative. He was just gay, <laughs> and he was walking just around. Kidding. That was a joke. He was walking around. He's like, "Girl, this girl, that, blah blah." So the class clown dude, he walks past the gay guy and presses the button, makes the fart noise, and then the gay guy's like, "No, uh, your coochie stank." <laughs> like, <laughs> why did he have to do that? <laughs> That was his rebuttal. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. That's what I meant by the, you know, like certain things that they do can be annoying. There was no reason for you to yell that out in the hallway. He shouldn't have pressed the buzzer. Why not? It was was a joke. (laughs) I went to school. uh, It's crazy. I also went to school with a gay boy. But at, by the time we were in high school, by the time I was, I was a sophomore, he was transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and the school accommodated him very well. Like, um, he didn't, when we had, I don't want to say his name, but he was beautiful. Like, to the point where some of my friends, like male friends who didn't go to my school, like, when they would see me in pictures with him, or they would be like, yo, who that? And I would have to be like, hey, yo, that's a man. Like, that's a guy. And during gym, like, he changed in the nurse's office because he was a male transitioning to a female. Um, and he changed in the nurse's office. Okay, I can't talk anymore. Nurse's office. Um, but, yeah, that's it. So my next question is, do you think there's an agenda that America is pushing as it relates to the LGBT community? Yeah. What is it? It's just like... Acceptance? I don't... I'm not bothered by acceptance. It's... It, it is acceptance. Because, you, you know what? Look, a lot of people don't accept it. And it's like, that's that. That's like like the premiere stage for everything to like to get, you know? I agree with... I, I agree with the narrative that um, America is pushing. Mm-hmm. And I know that doesn't match the things I've been saying prior... 
But the reason I agree with it is because I feel like this world has evil people. And the things that gay people have had to endure, like my mind just goes to Matthew Shepard. Remember him? Mm -hmm. The gay guy, they made a movie about him. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know who he is? But he was like mutilated, like literally just because he was gay. And I feel like we need to really learn to accept people who are different from us and not and not even accept their whatever, not be cruel to people who are different than us. Right. That's on all standards. People who are foreigners, people who are gay, people who are black, people who are not attractive. We need to stop being cruel to them because that's when these type of actions come about. If we just accepted different people as they were, we wouldn't have to deal with all of this. Yeah, stop gay bashing. Yeah, gay bashing is whack. Hurting people because they're gay is whack. Hurting people for any reason is stupid. Like, like the guy, the guy that you were asking, you were asking me if I have a gay friend. Like I said, I wouldn't say he's my friend because like we don't talk every day, but you know we're like friends on social media and stuff. But he told me that I was always nice to him when we were younger. He said I was. He never felt like I was a threat, opposed to what other people used to say. Okay. And so he um, he works for a hotel company, and um, he put me as his uh, friends and family, so oh, I get I get discounts. Nice. And so see what like being nice to people, it gets you a long way. So just because someone is different, you shouldn't be mean to them. That you was my sound point. Very childish right now. How do I sound childish? I don't know. You just sound. You sound like the ignorant. I'm just, I was just saying how I was nice to this guy. So you're only nice to the gay guy because he gets you hotel discounts. I was nice to him when we were younger, I said. Oh. He okay. just recently gave me the discounts. And thank God for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, listen, like, you you just shouldn't be mean because people, he appreciated the fact that I was never mean to him. Right. And right. that's that's why he did yeah, that. Yeah, you know I saying? think it's important to be uh, important. I mean, it's important to be kind. So... so do you think gay rights and civil rights fall in the same class? Um, I want to say yes. Wow. I, it's annoying to me. I hate when gay people compare themselves to the plight of black people. It annoys the crap out of me because it's not the same. And don't you dare do it during black history. Month. Well, what, what exactly is different? Uh, I know the argument is going to be like, you don't choose. You, you don't choose to be gay. But I feel like... There was a mass standard government granted behavior that was allowed on people based on their skin color. Slavery was in law. Three fourths, three fourths a man is what we how we could vote. Like three, can you imagine? These were. Every element of being black was literally intertwined into American government. Although people have been rude, cruel, and disrespectful to gay people, it has never been that serious. The laws were not written to disrespect them. Laws of inclusion had to be made for them, but there were no laws that that had to be abolished because of them. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. It's completely different. And it's rude. It's rude. They're not the same thing. And I just feel like it's totally... It's a, it's disrespectful. I get it. I know. 
we had to do better. There's been a lot of inclusion laws, um, non-discriminatory laws, but that is so different from, you know, the, the setup America had. You're right, because, you know, people couldn't go certain places because of their skin color. You could look at them right. and be like, all right, you cannot come in here or you cannot go out there or whatever the case may be because you're black or because, you know, your your skin is that color. I correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never really experienced someone say, like, you cannot sit in this part of the bus because you're gay. Because you're gay. Yeah, and so. that that has different context because some people are just not as flamboyant, so mm-hmm. you would never know. Right. Like, it's not necessarily written on your face right. if you're gay or not. But, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. But at the same time, like, look, there are people that know, that see that you're black or whatever race you may be. And they be like, I don't like you because of that. Like, right. I don't like you because you're Indian. Or you, right. you follow Hindu religion. Right. And then there are people that say, I don't like them because they're gay. They're gay. They have sex. That's true. In the butts. That's true. On so, a base level, it, they're both acts of, they both are at the hand of discrimination. Yeah. Yes. But I don't, I just don't think they're comparable. And I don't, I, yeah, I don't think they're comparable at all. Um, that's it. So did, um, we, did we answer the question though? Like, is Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle's son... Is he gay or does he just want to be a woman? I don't know. I feel like he wants to be a woman. We don't know if he's gay yet. Because they said Bruce Jenner is not gay. He still likes women. He just wanted to be a woman. Woman, Yo, that's wild. To have five kids and live... Well, he didn't even look like a man when he was a man. Like, after he got the plastic surgery. But he started doing a couple of things. They said something like he started to do it when he was younger and then he stopped. And then he went back to it. Perhaps. I so. don't. I don't know. But that's wild. Can you imagine being married to somebody for that long and then them not even knowing? Like, yo, that's That's, crazy. that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, say you were in Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle's situation, would that be hard for you to accept? Like, the fact that they're doing it and they're putting it in everybody's... It would be hard for me to accept, but I would accept it. I wouldn't... I think that there is... Because I feel like whatever your hope is for that child... um, their life is not up to you. Mm. And I, I would I think that love conquers all. I think that being a kind person conquers all and being understanding conquers all. And I'm not saying it wouldn't be hard. It would be hard, but I think it's just for he's at the end of the day, whatever he feels right now, he's still a kid. Mm-hmm. And if anything he's going to remember is how his parents made him feel during that time of him being vulnerable or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more important to show love than let your anger and frustration, you know, drive a kid to way more issues than the one you see in your face. It's so hard in that situation because like, I don't know if this is going to sound stupid, but you know how a lot of parents try to prepare their kids for a cruel world. So, you know, they try to get them to build tough skin. Can you do that at home? Like, because it's like, all right, he's going to transition to a woman. He's going to get made fun of and all that stuff. And it's like, all right, do I start now so that he could be ready for it? I don't think that in in order to provide your kids with tough skin, I don't think that you have to actually, um, I don't think the trial has to be with you. I think that you can communicate that to them. 
you don't they don't have to be the punching bag to learn that they need tough skin i don't think so i think that information goes a long way so preparing a kid mentally for the cruel and the harsh comments that people will make might be better than you doing it hmm. so that they could have tough skin like i don't think that's a fair i just feel like it's, it's a part of it's a part of like home training in a sense to like an I said, extent. I, I did say, everyone listen, I did say I could sound stupid, so don't shoot me, please. But I'm the type of so person. So they should be in the house like, you fucking. I'm talking fudge packer. <laughs> and then, so, when, <laughs> when, so when they go outside. <laughs> so when they go outside, they're like, all right, what else you got? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And then wow. when they come back home, you give them a hug. Like, yo, bro, I'm, I'm glad the way you, I'm glad you handle that. Or you say, or, or my dear, or whatever they transition to. Like, I'm glad you were able to handle that. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that's a reason. So you're at the dinner table like, yo. I don't think drink that your milk that's below. a reason um at all to be mean to a kid. Like It's not it's not out of it's not trying to be mean. It's like you're trying to build Yeah, no. I don't to, think it works in that. This is not a sport. In this case you this can't do it. Not, yeah. But if it's in another case, right? If it's sport or if you I, I don't even think tough skin is like just yelling at a kid for no reason. It's being tough on them when they make mistakes so that they know that the real world is hard. I don't. I'm not about to just yell at my kids because I want them to, you know, because they don't deserve it because I want them to have tough skin. That's stupid. Cause like, it is stupid. I it don't, do sound stupid. Okay, well, whatever. I, I'm sure there are people that agree with me, but I'm the type of person that, like, if, a, if I have a baby and they fall, I'm not going to go running to them and pick them up and be like, it's okay. I'm going to let you fall and I'm going to look at you and tell you to get up. <laughs> If it's a girl, I don't care what it is. I want you to get up. And how old is this baby? You just said baby. It like, was a baby, like nine months, and they're walking. <laughs> if they're if they're walking and they go boop, you, ever you seen are them? evil. No, like sometimes they fall, and then like there's nothing really wrong with them. Like they'll fall over their own toys, and then they'll start crying, and they want you to pick them up and hold them. And you're not they want to feel nurtured. That. I don't want to do that. I want you to get up. I want you to be a man. If you're a woman, I want you to have that toughness. But I still want you. You're about you. to raise. You about to, you about to raise Shorty with the fila. <laughs> That's what you gearing up to raise your it's, girl from um your high school. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. That's enough of our homosexual TED talk. <laughs> Cause I don't. I honestly don't know what else we could say about this. Um. Without getting canceled. <laughs> but just know we love y'all and we're here for y'all and we do not discriminate, not even a little bit. Um, so, um, how was your V Day? Uh, uh, it was okay. It was, it was, you know, chilled. Chill? Chill time, you know. I have a question for you. Yes? Are you going to ask me how my Valentine's Day was? That? How was it? It was good. It was pretty good. I went out with my girlfriend. Well, I actually went out with my lover, not my girlfriend. Because um, I cheat on them from time to time. So, yeah, I was out with my lover. And we had a good time. I saw you got some uh, red lobster biscuits. I did get some red lobster and biscuits. And some flat wings in a box. Not this year. Last year I got flat wings in a box. Oh. Um... That was pretty awesome. But this year, I got Red Lobster Biscuits. Didn't I show you something like that and you said it was disgusting? Or was I, it or was it the hoodie that keeps biscuits warm? Shout out to the ambulance. Maybe somebody's dying. 
Um, was, I, it, was it the hoodie with the, that keeps the biscuits warm? You said it was disgusting? Yeah, something. Oh. It wasn't the box. I thought that was pretty cute, and my biscuits were really good. So you liked your gifts? Yeah, I got a good amount of gifts. Are gifts necessary for Valentine's Day? I feel like it depends on whatever you have established with the person you're with. But I think they are. I, I, it's a man-made holiday. It's stupid. But I think they are Is necessary. it man-made? Is it, is. Isn't it like... From the Roman Empire? Right. So it is man-made, but at, at least it has some sort of significance. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's still man-made. It's a money... It's a money scheme. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I believe it's... I, I, I believe it's a true day of love. Okay. But, um... So you think you think gifts are a good thing? Yeah, I think they should. I think you should be acknowledged on Valentine's Day by anybody that you love. Does it necessarily have to be you. gifts though? Like, as opposed to like time spent. Like, can the love languages be shown on Valentine's Day? You know, oh that, yeah, it could ex- be. It could be whatever. Yeah. I mean, even if it's time spent, I think that that's okay. So like. What are the five love languages? Do you know them? Um, I've I've read about them before, but I don't have them etched in my brain. That's what Google's for. I think one is touch, right? All right, so it says here, words of affirmation. Yes, that's one of them. Quality time. Quality time. Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Acts of service. Acts of service. And physical touch. I think that all five of those... That would be the perfect holiday. Yeah. I mean, uh, Valentine's Day. All five of those work together very well. To but what if it's just one? Like, so, physical touch, right? People who speak this love language thrive on any type of physical touch. Holding hands, hugs. So, so Valentine's Day, you have sex. Is that a good enough Valentine's Day? No. Okay. Because you can do that any But that's, that's, not your, that's not your love language, is it? Physical touch? It's one of them. Well, it has to be. Like, is that your top? No. Okay. It's probably not my top top but it's high <laughs> acts of service so for valentine's day your husband or your boyfriend comes over here and well your house is not dirty so it's not really gonna work but they come over and then they like they clean up they clean up if that it wouldn't happen with me acts of service it depends um only because i'm pretty independent and i like to do a lot of stuff by myself you don't like to drive i i don't mind driving though i drive a lot actually you do it but you don't like to yeah. So, like, say your boyfriend drives you to work and stuff on Valentine's Day. Is that is that a good replacement for a gift? Not a good replacement for a gift, but it would be nice. So, gifts, all right. So, like... Quality got- time, like, it depends on the context. So, like, quality time. If your husband is always working and... I mean, but then that's the thing. It shouldn't be a Valentine's Day thing if it's your love language. I feel like if your husband is always working and... Maybe for Valentine's Day, he took the day off to spend the whole day with you. And y'all just chill. Like, even if it's in the house, just chilling. I feel like that will be very appreciated because it came from the heart. But I think there should be a gift involved. And it shouldn't be the gift of time. That's that's the one that's just there. That's the overarching gift. But there should be something else. I was talking to my cousin. And he has a little girlfriend or whatever or whatnot. And, um, Don't say little. Why are you? How, how old is he? Thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you calling her little? Because <laughs> I don't know. If that's, I don't know what they. I don't know. But um, I don't know. He's just whatever. So he's older than you, and you're talking about he got a little girlfriend. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. If they haven't been together long and stuff. So I don't know. It's a little girlfriend for now. But can you put my things down? No, I need to. I'm. I'm. One of my love languages is uh, 
It's B dubs. It's physical touch. But um <laughs> he has um he has his girlfriend and I said to him, So how was your Valentine's Day? He goes, Oh, it was cool. I'm like, What did you do? And he goes, Well, she said she didn't want anything and I'm like, Oh, so you didn't do anything? He goes, I made her fish and she really liked it. <laughs> and I know Well that could be a good Valentine's Day. Right. But like the kind of person he is, there's no presentation with it. Like he's literally type like and she'll be like in at his house and then they'll go to the kitchen and then he'll like make the fish and put it in front of her and be like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then she, and he said, Oh, she was content with it and it's like, Is this okay? Does your cousin listen to this podcast? No, and I want him to listen to it. Uh-huh. So I can know like that's not good. That's funny. I think a man cooking for you on Valentine's Day is a cute gift, though. I like think. Like, a cute, a cute thing, but I still think that there should be a gift in addition to the food. But, I mean, I'll take what I could get. Right. I think, if anything, presentation matters. Right, right. So, he should have did a little candlelight joint. Yeah. Um, it's cold right dress now. Dress the table nice. Right. You know, something like, I don't know. You don't necessarily have to spend too much money, but at the same time, this. Do you think men deserve gifts on Valentine's Day? If they're your Valentine, yes. Like, there's there's a difference, right? There's a woman who's single, completely single, and a man that's pursuing her gets her a gift. Gets her a gift. And it's like, you know, that's showing that's a way of showing interest, you know, stuff like that. But if you guys are together, you guys are each other's Valentine. Right. Why does it have to be a only one way thing? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that men should get something on Valentine's because Day. Because at the end of the day what we're doing is we're celebrating love. So it's like, to me, it looks like, all right, if we make it all about the woman, I'm not saying women need to go all out because at the end of the day, there is chivalry. Women need to be courted. But it's a day that you're sharing love. So why can't a man get a gift? Right. Why not? I agree. So what what happens when a man or a woman, what if you're partner or even the person who's pursuing you gets you a gift you don't like now it all depends now like they want to take you somewhere that you hate but you don't want to be like unappreciative or they buy you something that you would absolutely never use for the most part when something like that happens you need to be honest that's that's you need to tell them because like you can't say that like oh you don't know me but isn't it the thought that counts it is, but at the same time, I would rather you know that I don't like it, so you don't do it again. Would After you, or during, before? Um. Damn, that's a good question. I would say maybe before, what? if they have if they have everything planned. Let's say if you know they have everything planned, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you could tell them nicely. That's insane. You, I feel like there. Uh, I think men, you guys operate off of ego a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be a recipe for disaster if she told you before. It would it would F you up the whole, even if you guys still did it, it would F you up. Well, going back to what I said about having tough skin, oh I would gosh. want to know. I would want to know, like, before. So if I, like... Not before, after. No matter when, I just want to know. It doesn't matter when you tell me. Tell me... I think you should appreciate it for what it is and appreciate whatever effort was put into it. And then afterwards, you could be like, you know what? I really ain't like it that much. You should definitely appreciate it, but you should be honest and let them know, like, um, this is what, this was good, but this what could have been better. And then from there, you learn about that person. If you just, like, do things and you continuously do things, it just means that 
you don't really pay attention. Would you agree? Top down, chrome spinning. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you you, know you, the vibes. you look like him too. Who? <laughs> you don't have any respect. <laughs> what sign am I doing? <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? Podcast you're over. You're doing a Star Trek. Song. You're mad rude. We were having, you were mad rude. We we're talking about a good love topic, <laughs> and then you're gonna talk about, talk about the clips. <laughs> All right, continue with your honesty hour. I'm just saying, like, if you don't like something on Valentine or anytime, if your if your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband gets you something that you don't really like, I think you should just tell them, and then that way they can learn from it. And if they don't learn from it, then there's just a problem. I don't know if you agree. I do agree, but I do think timing is everything. I think communication is everything. And um, I, I think that matters. I think that you can, I think that love, especially in love, I think that you should be able to accept something you don't always like. Not multiple times, but at least once. Because you, can, you, can, you can grow to like it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, I think that. That's what love is about. Sometimes you have to endure things you don't like because the other person likes it or just because they didn't know. And then you educate them afterwards. I think it's really bitchy or really rude to, though, express your dissatisfaction early before it even happens. Because like you said, you could end up enjoying it um, or you could grow to like something. So I think- Say if we, I mean, listen, folks listening, but say you and I are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I get you a humidifier for Valentine's Day. A humidifier or a purifier? Purifier. Okay. Would you think, what would you think of that gift? I have two, so I would pretty, I would like it. You would like it? Yes, I have one over there. Well, we're not dating, so I don't know what you like. I don't really care what you like. I'm telling you. So, uh, what's something that you don't like? <laughs> Is that was that the goal of asking that question? Because you thought I wouldn't like a purifier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's not many things I find the jo- a fine joy in almost everything. Like I don't know what you could buy me that I would be like, ugh. Like there's not many things that I don't like. I tell people before you try to give me something, just like take your time and think about it. Or if you're not really sure, just don't do it. Because I will say it. I'm like you're I don't, very picky. I'm picky, and I'll say like I don't know if this is me. And so I, if I bought you a purifier, you would not be happy. I would probably not. I don't know. It depends. They're depends. really useful. Depends on the situation I'm in. Like, say, if I have like a really dusty room, then yeah, I'll be like, oh. well, that's not the purpose of it. What well, is it? it is, but it is not. It's not gonna clean your dusty room. Okay, so um, it might help your breathing. What like what if I got you a pair of K Swiss sneakers? My sister actually, when I was really young, like probably nineteen twenty, she got me 20, two pairs. Twenty. K Swiss was hot K-Swiss, back then. No, not not, and she didn't even get me the K Swiss that were hot. The only K Swisses that have ever been hot are the classics, right? The black or the whites. She got me like, like these design K Swiss. Shout out to Roberta, I love you, but I hated those sneakers. Um. They were a black Christmas kind of... I, I wish I could find a picture so I could show you. Um, Christmas colored K-Swiss. Um, and there were... Um, there was a... But I used those sneakers until to, today. Like probably two years ago or a year ago is when I um, got rid of those sneakers. I used them to work out. 
this is not them. But I use them to work out. So I found joy in them. I didn't wear them out with like outfits or anything, but I did grow to like them. And the reason why I mentioned K Swiss because I haven't heard about K Swiss in years. I don't even know. I don't even know if they still make them. So say if I I was saying like say if I got you some of those. I'd be like, dude, like, what is this? But now I like everything. Like, I feel like you could sport anything. It's not about materials at the end of the day. It's about, like, knowing what I would do. Like, that's what I see it as. Like, would I do this? If I wouldn't do it, why would you do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I would never do that. What makes you think that you can do it and then it'll be okay? That's the whole thing. I can't find a picture of the case with that I had. You, you most likely won't because it's not a thing that happens nowadays. But they were crazy. And she bought me two pairs, not one, two. And, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think that you could find, you could learn to appreciate things that you don't necessarily like. And you can find use for them. You, you can. I believe you because I brought, I brought over some pizza for Geraldine. I mean, what's your name again? Too bad my name is not Geraldine. Why is Geraldine on your mind? <laughs> I brought over some pieces of her Guernique and she opened up the box. Don't call me that. And she said, James, this looks disgusting. And she ate two slices of them shits. <laughs> so, fellas. I was hungry. I was hungry. The pizza was decent. But it's not a slice that I would order, to be honest. I should have really just, I don't know. I don't know anybody that doesn't like that slice. It's a buffalo slice from uh, South Orange Trotteria, home of the buffalo slice. Um, home of the trashy slice. You you fucked that slice up. <laughs> I haven't eaten. It was 4 o'clock, and I hadn't matter. eaten all day. Now, if you don't like something, you're, you're just going to eat it? Sometimes. I mean, if it's not shit. Bruh. Listen, man. <sighs> but, you, yeah. You think we have anything else to talk about? Nope. I don't think so either. So, I just want y'all to know that it's my birthday week. February 21st, just in case I haven't said the day, is the greatest day in the year. You know, I'm a one of one. It happened, it happened early. You know, my parents, they got me out the way early in 1989. They didn't wait to the last minute, like, with a couple of y'all. Um, so, <laughs> that's it. So, you know, I am surrounded by wonderful people who were born in February. Rihanna is the day after me, February 22nd. Um, Kelly Rowland, Brandy. Um, there's, there's too many to name. It's just a whole bunch of awesome people that were born in February. God bless us all. Thus far, I've named a couple of beautiful black queens, and it is Black History Month. So, I mean, it is what it is. Some of you were born in February, some of you were not. And that's just the way the cookie crumbled for you. But it's okay. You know what? Live the other life that you were given. I'd like to give a shout out to Jessica. Jessica, Jessica. And Jessica... Who has her gala coming out? Yes, com coming shout up out soon. To she doesn't know the location yet, but listen, it is um, her nonprofit gala. Okay, she's doing this for a good cause. Um, what's Please her, buy tickets. Buy tickets. What's her What's her Instagram? Just so just blessed. So blessed. 
Yeah, you know, listen, when she... that bright link in her bio. Yeah, listen, it's it's $65... For one ticket. For, and then $60 for couples. No, stop lying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, $120 for couples. Yeah. So it's $60 a person. So it's $5 less. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what that's what JHJ told me. He told me, let's get tickets as a couple. <laughs> so, listen, support, support this event, man. Like, it's a good cause, and... We all, as black people, just need to just support each other. We need to do like the Asians do. I'm going to give out a free ticket on the podcast, actually. So make sure you're tuned in every week. How are you going to know who to give it to? They, you're going to win a ticket. Listeners of the podcast, you can try and win a ticket. I'll let you guys know the rules of the game probably next week. But, yeah, I am definitely in support of this event. I'm only paying $20. I shouldn't tell anybody that, but I'm only. Look, she's going to take whatever I give her. You hear me? I hear you. But everybody I else. I hope Jess hears you. I hope she does too. I'm paying $19.99, just like I told her the other day. Everybody else, you're paying $65, all right? I don't want to hear nothing. She's going to have good food. She's going to have good music. We're going to do this. Um, so that is my shout-out for today. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. It's time to go. I'm out. Are you out? All right.